You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and burn your manual. This book that defines our expectations of self, but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 11 of Permission to Burn Your Manual. In today's episode, we are going to discuss the arrival fallacy, but I hope in a slightly different way from how you might have heard it before. So the arrival fallacy is this idea that things will be better when, fill in the blank, when I become an attending, when my house is built, when I quit my job, whatever. But again, comparison is the natural state of the brain. We do it all the time. This is a fancy word for basically the grass is always greener on the other side, right? We're always looking on the other side, seeing the greener grass and thinking, oh, I would love to walk through that grass instead of the brown grass. Now, there are two things here that I'm going to evaluate in this circumstance. The first thing is, remember how we talked about comparison is the thief or deluder of pleasure? The same is true here. When we are constantly focused on an end point, we don't recognize the awesomeness that's happening in this moment, in the now, because we think that the most concentration of pleasure is gonna come when we've accomplished it, when we've checked off the box. So this brings me to my second point, and it's really a question first. Why do we want to check off the box or accomplish something? Why do we desire the end point? The answer is probably one of the most important things that I could share, which is we want to check off a box or accomplish something because of how we think we will feel when it happens. It's just simple and sweet. Humans are feeling driven and we make choices based on how we think it will make us feel, how it will impact us. Accomplishing something always comes with a new challenge. For example, the day I graduated medical school, I was so excited. This was the culmination of my lifetime of dreams to be an MD. And so sure enough, the day of my graduation where I officially could call myself doctor, I felt intense pleasure and excitement. 
But then the whiplash came. Because reality set in that, oh my goodness, I was going to be the new kid again. I had never done this before. And even though others who had come before me had told me what to expect, I mean, there's only so much you can learn from someone's past experience. Sometimes you just got to live it. So then the worry set in. The anxiety set in. And I had a whole new endpoint. The next endpoint was finishing residency. And I have to be honest and say that when I finally became an attending, I didn't have the next endpoint figured out. I didn't have any further goals. It's like, okay, I had arrived at the final endpoint. And so I felt really lost. I mean, it was like a wayward wanderer. I had all of this buildup and excitement in the day of when I really finished. It was tremendous excitement. And I won't deny that when I got my first attending paycheck, it was a ton of excitement. But then it's like the buildup and the excitement just died. It didn't have anywhere to go. It always reminds me of book hangovers. For anyone who's not ever had a book hangover, I will explain this briefly. But pre-coaching, when I was really just sort of miserable and miserable in my job, I would read books specifically for escapes. Like I was not reading books that really helped me grow or learn new information. I was just trying to escape from reality. So I read a lot of sci-fi, David Eddings, those sorts of things. And when I read a new book that I really, really loved, when I had finished it, And I saw the end. I was really excited in the moment, but not long afterwards, I was sad, like immensely sad. And I'm going to be honest. I mean sad to the point of sobbing because like it was over and I didn't have anything left to distract me and make me feel good. So again, why do we do something? We make choices and take actions because of how we think we're going to feel when it happens, okay? So if there's a lesson here to learn, it's that ultimately checking the box is never the final endpoint. Because even if you haven't identified the next endpoint you want to go to, you know you will. I mean, we're inherently goal-driven people. That's just how it is. So if it's not the final endpoint, then you recognize it's like the B between the A and C of the alphabet or the F between the E and G. Except for the alphabet is endless. There is no Z. It's just infinity. And so if you know that there's always going to be a new endpoint, then that means all you can be sure of is now because now has happened And you're just journeying. But shit's never figured out. When you check something off of your to-do list, which I'm going to be honest, I love doing that. But when you check it off, there's always the next box. 
So every time we accomplish or check a box without recognizing that like it's just a part of the bigger plan, we stall growth. So this is why whenever I'm referring to a goal, I'm not talking about an actual endpoint goal. I'm talking about the vision. And if you recall, the vision I introduced in episode seven as an alternative to the 10-year plan. The vision is the journey. And you never meet an endpoint because you're constantly revising the vision as you go along. So in the example, becoming and attending would have been part of the bigger vision because I wasn't just setting a concrete goal of I want to be an attending. It's about the vision for my life, which would not change even when I become an attending unless I have revised my vision. Now, this doesn't mean that you may not have a small crash when you have done something big, right? Like you finally become an attending and something that really was quite a struggle stops being a struggle, right? I mean, that, that really is a big moment. So I don't, I don't see how there wouldn't be some sort of crash when you're finally done with training after years and years and years of trying. So when we know that those are going to happen, we just have to plan for it. Just like a book hangover, right? We just have to plan that when we have checked off a huge box, even though we know that the bigger vision is still there, we plan for how to support ourselves in the whiplash and coming off of that big moment because our nervous system is crashing in that moment, right? If it's really something big like graduating or whatever it is that means big to you, our nervous system is going to crash. And so I can't create your plan, but be mindful about what is restorative. Because in that moment, you've sort of used a whole bunch of energy up and you need to refill your cup. So is that you planning on going and taking an amazing hike? I mean, for me, I love being outside, so that's why that comes to mind. Maybe it's that you want to check into a hotel for a night so that you can sleep in and not have your kids wake you up because you're exhausted. Maybe it's meditation and mindfulness. Maybe it's a massage. Maybe it's going and buying a new book that you get to read. Whatever it is, it's just a matter of choice. It's a matter of being purposeful and planning to care for yourself for the crash you know is coming. So circling back, I have a few questions. Are you addicted 
to achievement. Are you addicted to arriving? Are you addicted to checking the box? Now is the moment to recognize. The reason is because of how you think that moment is going to feel. But I'm going to offer to you that you could feel that way even if the moment doesn't come. So hang with me. I want you to imagine that you went and bought a lottery ticket. You went and bought a lottery ticket and then you find out that you won. And so how do you think you would feel when you found out that you won? If I were to pretend, I'd be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't believe this happened. And I would then be fantasizing and anticipating about starting all of these things that I would do with more money, like having an organic farm to feed people who are food insecure and many other things. But just note, I'm excited and I feel the moment is there, but the money's not even in hand yet. I only just checked on the ticket to find out that I won. And then let's pretend that I find out, oh, they made a mistake. I didn't really win. Now that's a hell of a whiplash, but recognize that it didn't take actually getting the money in hand to create the feelings. All it took was a strong belief that it was happening. So if we could take our life vision and instead recognize that so long as we are on the journey, our vision is happening every moment of every day. Could we then create the feelings that we crave? Could we then create the excitement and the anticipation? I'm going to argue yes, because besides when my brain is being a dick and I'm sleep deprived, that's pretty much where I'm living. And that is available to all of you. So if you haven't already crafted your vision statement, I suggest going back to episode seven and working through that. And again, recognize that you will modify it often. But when you have this vision statement and you're seeking the arrival, you're arriving every moment of every day and you're collecting the evidence that proves it as you journey forward. What amazing and endless potential can live there? Well, that's a wrap on this one, my tribe. I look forward to chatting with you next week. As always, 
if you are committed to the mission of helping elevate healthcare professionals and anything in this episode resonated, please take a moment to rate and review on whichever platform you're listening to. This helps improve the reach of the podcast by gaming the algorithm. Have an awesome week. Are you ready to start making progress, forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.